Huddle close. Turn down the lights. Listen. Here begins CKUT's presentation of Croatoan, the much-awaited new radio play by Fred Azeredo, never before broadcast in any form. Act One. Who's this? Standing on the impressive front porch of noted eccentric Farnsworth Goldthwaite's Hatteras Island mansion on a cold October night in the year of our Lord, 1881, clutching her weathered luggage and shivering in expectation, this, dear listeners, is Bertha Lundholm, former housemaid from Duluth, presently unemployed. Her curious present circumstances will soon be explained. It'll work. It'll work. It'll work. It'll work. Good evening. Professor Maturin, is it? Yes. You are very late. Train got held up, you know. Of course. Please, come in. Thank you. Uh... I am called Vorvolaka. Good to meet you, Vorvolaka. May I take your burden? No. No. That's all right. (laughs) I... Vorvolaka! Oh, it's her, isn't it? Bring her in, my boy! Is that... This way. The generations of man are like unto wheat. With time they ripen and fall away, and in time they rise again. There is no end to the cycle, only eternal continuance. An intriguing observation, Lord Swami. We defer to your wisdom. Master, Professor Maturin. Oh, lovely. How do you do, Professor? How do you do? I'm quite well. How do you do, Mr. Goldthwaite? I do just fine. Uh, This is my wife, Eleanor. Good evening, Professor. We're so glad you could make the trip. It's no trouble. I'm on sabbatical, anyhow. Hmm. A female in the academy. Remarkable, eh, dear? It certainly is. You do your sex credit, Professor. Why, I don't even know how the form of woman... Shariputra said, I know not why I'm turned into this form. And the goddess Devi said, any woman can change into a man's form, and any man into a woman's. Therefore, the Buddha teaches that all things are by nature neither male nor female. And Shariputra understood the non-duality of things. Quite. How could I forget? Uh, Professor, this is Lord Swami, renowned yogi and mystic from the shores of Malabar. Everlasting peace to you in this reincarnation. I am merely a disposable container for the ten holy gurus' eternal wisdom. Ah, see, such humility. But I'll tell you, we've had the finest philosophers and theologians here, and not a one hasn't learned something from the guru. Madame Blavatsky called him a being of light unfiltered. Really? Yes, everlasting peace to her also. You honor me exceedingly, though... I know that all earthly glory is transient. I will go commune with the supreme Tirthankara. Namastvam, children. Namastvam to you, sir. Uh, Vorvolka, fetch our guests some refreshments. Oh, that's a, that's quite all right. Please, you've come such a long way, all to look at a silly old chunk of rock. Well, we'll see, won't we? Whether what I have in my possession is merely a chunk of rock, or a piece of history. Eh, Professor? That's my intention, Mr. Goldthwaite. I have my things with me here. No, 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 not not tonight. I won't have it. We're all just about to retire. Uh, wait till tomorrow so we can do this right, eh? Right. That, that does sound more ideal for the appraisal process. Naturally. Now, we'll show you to your room and... Oh! Hello! I brought the fellow! For the appraisal! Hello, folks. Jenny? What? What have I done this time, sister? I brought him, like you asked. Farnsworth said it was entirely too late now. You were in the room when he spoke. Well, then I suppose I wasn't listening, was I? Did anybody bother to check if I'd gotten the message? Did anyone remember the fact of my existence? Virginia, don't make this a scene. We have guests. I can go. Well, since we're already here, we might as well have a quick look at it. Uh, If you don't object, Professor. No, no, um, might, might as well, like you said. Where, where is it? I got it right here. Yes, just be... 
Um, uh, thank you, Ephraim. My, it's, it's big, isn't it? With how much he's asking for it, it'd better be. Oh, don't you worry. This is the real McCoy, ma'am. Brought to you direct from the 14th century. The 14th? My boy, uh, that'd be quite a feat, seeing as there are nothing but Indians here back then. Oh, I mean the 15th? 16th, hopefully. Yes, that's right. Excuse me, folks, I always nod it off when my pappy start talking about history. I just know that stone's real of anything you ever saw in your museums, Miss Lady Professor. I swear on my ma's grave, and my pappy's too, for good measure. Well, uh, he certainly seems earnest. Never knew a snake oil salesman who didn't. Hmm. Now, Eleanor, I know he's a simpleton. Yes, ma'am. I am. But I truly believe what he's brought us is exactly what he claims it to be. You know my repute as a judge of character. All too well. Dear... Let's let the professor make her judgment, shall we? Uh, Vorvolka, unwrap the item, please. Uh, Carefully. Master? Oh, oh, it's, it's marvelous! I told you. Professor, what's your impression? Let's see now. It appears to be a block of limestone, likely from a riverbed. The carvings resemble those a, ch- um, a chisel might make. As for the writing itself... May I have my loop, please? Oh, of course, Professor. Uh, thank you, Vovolica. Curious creature, isn't he? I encountered him on the Isle of Samos on my expedition in search of the lost... I- uh, uh, a story for another time. Please, go on. It, yes. The inscription is as follows. At Anais Dare and Virginia <gasps> went hence unto heaven 1591. The spelling seems correct. There. Uh, see, I told you it's dated and everything. Vir- Virginia Dare. That's my name. It must have to do with the one I'm named for. The first Virginia! Do you suppose she wrote it? It says she went to heaven, sister dear. That's one matter no one can write a first-hand account of. Certainly not chisel it into stone. Say, that's quite a coincidence, huh? You and this dame from ancient times having the same name. It's no coincidence, my good fellow. Uh, Miss Dare and my wife are far-flung descendants of that remarkable woman, the first white child born in this country. Leading player in the famous mystery of the Lost Roanoke Colony, of course. Jeepers! Indeed! And my dear Eleanor carries in her womb the latest fruit of that noble line. A child I will be happy to call my own. And this stone will be there to show him his proud history. We just have to be sure we're showing him his history, dear. Not Mr. Ephraim Bumpkins. That's Bobbit, ma'am. Hmm. Well, I can't say anything conclusive without further analysis, Mr. Goldthwaite, but it certainly has a sheen of the authentic to it. You think so, Professor? I felt it when I first saw it. Mr. Bobbit, you've done me a great service. Revolka will share his quarters with you tonight, and in the morning, as soon as all the business matters are settled, you'll receive a sum I believe you'll find most adequate. Dear, I... Jeepers, mister. That's wonderful. It sure is. It's only fair, my friend. And now, let's all to bed. The hour is entirely too late for such a gathering. Oh, now it's too late. Okay. Nobody thank me for bringing the fellow in the first place. Good night, Ingrits. Ginny, I apologize for my sister. She's a greatly inflated sense of her own importance. Good night, Professor. And thank you again. It's a pleasure, Mrs. Goldthwaite. Yes, thank you. And till tomorrow, we'll have much to discuss then, eh? Of course. Good night to you. Can I... Lord Volka will conduct you. Whatever you might need, you've only to call on him. I'm at your disposal. Please. Hey, what about me? Remain here. I will be back soon. Uh, Could I speak to the lady professor for a minute first about a... Some, um, history questions. The professor is tired and indisposed. Your questions can wait till the morning. Uh, actually, could I... This way, professor. Uh, right. Act two.
monstrously featured manservant led our so-called professor to her lodgings, which proved quite spacious and accommodating. As they made their way there, she got a glimpse of the labyrinthine immensity of the mansion, made all the more unnavigable by darkness. A latched window in her room offered a view of the pitch-black ocean and the Hatteras lighthouse at a distance, but that pinprick of light did little to banish the suffocating feeling encroaching on our poor heroine. Resolving to get some air, despite the risk of displeasing her host, she discreetly stepped into the corridor, just in time to see the door beside her open and a thick smell of opium drift out from within, followed by a woman her own age, dressed rather incongruously in the latest London fashion. Oh, hello there. Looks like I'm not the only one that's up. I, I'm very sorry. I thought I heard a noise. <laughs> so did I. Seems we both have little imagination for excuses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't believe we were introduced. What are you to Mr. Goldthwait? <laughs> oh, I've little to do with that, old fool. My employer only happens to be lodged here for the moment. Oh, Lord Swami? Dear God, no. You know, that man's from Wolverhampton. No idea how anyone falls for that act of his. Well, I suppose with enough laudanum. That smell. No, Shoshé. Oops, got a dash. Lovely meeting you. Enjoy your stay. I wouldn't go in the basement if I were you. Well, what's in the basement? Don't. Yeah. Toodaloo. You better be there, kid. How did I ever get myself into this? I was just asking myself that. Kid, kid, keep your voice down, won't you? You want to have us both caught? Not particularly. Though I wouldn't mind giving the old six-shooter some practice. She ain't seen much use since I left Cheyenne, and she's just itching to smoke some... No, no. Remember our arrangement, hmm? We agreed. No shooting, no thieving. You'll sell Mr. Goldthwaite his rock, and we'll split it between us. That's all there is, and that's all there will be. Understand? I'm no fool, though I play one with uncommon skill, if I do say so myself. I get the picture. As for our patron, I'm not sure there is acting involved. She may be stupid, but she's held up her end, too. If none of us gives the game away this time tomorrow, we'll all be rich as trolls. As rich as what? Trolls. It's what we say in Sweden. Huh. Well, last time I checked, this wasn't Sweden. <laughs> You're very right, kid. And it isn't the Wyoming Territory, either. So, we'll hide. Hide. The kazoo kid don't hide, Miss Bertha. I ain't... Is that so? And who is the kazoo kid? Or Bertha, for that matter? Oh, uh, just a part from a play I've been rehearsing. A play? I wasn't aware you were a member of the Bumpkin Theatrical Troupe. What piece will you be performing this season? Oh, uh, it's a little something my pappy wrote, entitled, uh, yes... The unfortunate life and miserable death of the greatest gunslinger in the West, the Kazoo Kid. Hmm. I love the title. Tell me, what is a kazoo? My newfangled sort of musical instrument. My pappy's very keen on them. Unfortunately, I seem to have misplaced mine. Your father's a very intellectual man, then, it seems. He was. Uh, passed away ten years ago now. Flattened by Bessie, our old cow. Ma seemed more upset about the cow. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, I suppose so. How about you, then? What kind of man are you, Mr. Bumpkin? Well, uh, you tell me, ma'am. I think I should very much like to find out. Really? How about that? You seem to me a man of great, untapped depths. Unlike my husband. Oh, he seems like a fine enough fella. I'd rather not discuss my husband, if you don't mind. Him and his damned Roanoke madness. God knows I carry a potent enough reminder of him around at all times. Fair point. Well, what should we discuss then? I'm all ears. I'd rather show you something, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, I don't mind. Downstairs. Right this way, Mr. Bumpkin. Ma'am. What in the hell? Struck dumb by the strange scene she had just witnessed and feeling an inexplicable dread emanating from the basement door the kid had left ajar behind him, Bertha resolved to return to her quarters as speedily as possible.
Only in her haste on leaving the kitchen, she took a wrong turn and found herself wandering the halls of the house, growing steadily more uneasy until a faintly heard sound made her stop in her tracks. It can't be. I'm not hearing that. I'm not, and that's that's the end of it. God, oh God, I'm already going mad. Professor. Ah, oh, Veronica, I seem to have gotten myself lost. Allow me to lead you to your room, Professor. This is no time to be out here. Yes, you're right. Thank you. Through here. After you. Igaporismu, satana. Safely seen to her bed by the manservant, our heroine slept a fitful sleep the rest of the night. The next morning saw the entire cast of characters from the previous night gathered in the sitting room once more, with one exception. Ah, Professor, good morning. You didn't happen to see our Mr. Bobbitt, did you? No, no. not since we all saw him last night, I mean. Dash it! Where can he be? Perhaps... He got lost! Ravola could have found him, Ginny. He searched the house twice now. I will look again. No! No need for that, my good man. I think we may just have to consider our dear seller, uh, lost. Well and truly. Which leaves the question... We can't just take it from him. It's his property. What would he think of us? If he cares so much for it, why isn't he here to see it? Seems to me the stone is a little concerned to him. When he saw we had brought someone who could expose his fraud, he left to see his next confidence scheme. Now, Eleanor... Maybe, uh, something happened to him. He's become a missing person. We ought to call the police. No, there's no need for that. This is a curious situation, but it seems to me that the thing to do now is to go through with the appraisal. Mr. Goldthwaite, I, uh... Yeah, one moment and vanish the next. That is the impermanence of existence in this world of materiality. Those prints we left in the grass... The next day they're gone, and no one can tell they were ever there. Perhaps they never were. So what you're saying is we all imagined the yokel, and the stone just materialized there by itself. <sighs> Thank you, Lord Swami. Always insightful. And good of you to join us, Miss Phillips. Uh, perhaps you can provide a second opinion. Oh, Miss Phillips is our resident scholar here, Professor. She has a great interest in all the obscure chapters of the world's history. From here to Tibet. Oh, in indeed. Actually, I believe we met briefly. Yes. I'm afraid I'm rather poor at introductions on the whole. You probably assumed I was a burglar or such like. <laughs> well, well, that's taken care of that misapprehension. Now, you really have met a lot of us, I suppose. Dear? Oh, uh, yes, my sweet? Do you suppose we'd better get to the appraisal? Oh, I, I suppose so. Uh, Vorvolka, uh, fetch the professor's tools. You've had breakfast, yes? It, yes, yes, it was terrific. You think so? That Turkish wild man can't even make a decent Norwegian omelette. Mistress, I am not Turkish. Whatever. I still think you're all too eager to take that poor man's treasured possessions from him without, without leaving his poor family a cent. Would you like us to search the backwoods for a clan of bumpkins missing an Ephraim? That might be quite a search. What's the matter with you, Eleanor? Pa taught us manners so we'd do well for ourselves. He didn't teach you to be a rich harpy like all those others. <gasps> oh, dear. Virginia, are you... Dear, he certainly didn't teach you, Ginny. You came by it naturally. You, you... How could you? What would Pa say? What would John say? Don't you bring John into this, you useless half-wit. <laughs> uh, right, um, perhaps I'd better see myself... Oh, never mind. I've been beaten to the punch. Professor, I I'm very sorry you had to see that. That's uh, quite all right. Just a moment. Oh, dear. You be quiet. Your help. Understand? Don't forget it. <laughs> How could I? By the way, Mr. Goldthwaite, Madame Lynn wishes to speak to you soon. Uh-oh? Oh, uh, 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 sh shall I go now? She'll let you know. How kind of her. Perhaps you ought to remind your employer who the master of the house is here. I think she knows very well, Mrs. Goldthwaite. Toodaloo, all. 
Master and servant, Brahmin and Shudra, all is illusion. When the mire's peeled away, the mukti is laid bare. Can someone tell that man to be quiet? You keep your rock, dear. I'll leave you two alone. Forgive her ignorance, child. She is not initiated. Oh, I suppose you're right, Lord Swami. There are times when I feel you're the only one here that truly understands me. But of course, child. We alone in this place know the luminescence of the eternal, the agony of Indrahala, until they are awakened to their own akashic insignificance. Nothing can be done for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, sir. Master, should I put the stone away? Uh, yes, put it in the attic, Revolka. Keep it safe. Master? Though, of course, nothing is truly safe from the ravages of time, which mows down all things. In another part of the house entirely, Virginia sat by herself crying, abandoned by all. Miss Blair? Virginia? Are you all right? Oh, oh, um, Professor, I mean, uh, not really. Whatever your name was. Bertha, I can't blame you for reacting like this. Your sister said some awful things. She's always said them. I shouldn't let it bother me. I see now why you came to us. You want to get out of here, don't you? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yes. And John? Who is John? Just somebody dead. Our brother. He drowned. I'm sorry. That's all right. I never really knew him. Only Eleanor was old enough, and she never mentions him now. Well, um, what about your parents? Uh, consumption took mother when I was seven, and Pa was always up to his business in the basement. Never let us women folks see what he worked on. The basement? Do you know? Never mind all that! The stone! What are we going to do about the stone? It's all we've got! Doesn't seem to be anything for it if we can't find the kid. Well, we went to the whole trouble of forging it. Can't I just ask for the payment? That wouldn't do. They don't know we're working together. Ah, uh, right. So where's your partner, then? Does he realize he's jeopardizing all our fortunes? I think I might have an idea. Not a good one. Virginia, what's in the basement? The basement? Oh, nothing. We don't go in the basement. But why is that, if there isn't anything there? It's dangerous is why. The soil is what's the matter. This was our family's property before it was Farnsworth's, you see? My pa always said the soil was perfectly dreadful. I see. Well, I saw your sister and the kid go down to the basement last night. Now, that can't be. Are you sure? I'm quite sure. And I'm certain the kid is still down there. She's, she's holding him for some reason. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You're not going to go down there, are you? Yes, I, uh, I think so. For the love of God, don't! Please, I like you, Bertha. I don't want you to be like the others. The others? I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm just a wretched half-wit. <laughs> Good. Though she had neglected to mention to Virginia, Bertha had another reason for venturing into those dark depths. They called out to her, dared her to give in to curiosity and see what horror could merit such vehement cautioning. For the unfortunate kazoo kid, all there was down there was a dusty floor, chains, and an ominous humming issuing from the impenetrable gloom ahead. That, and a fellow prisoner. Huh? Ma'am, what's the time? Hey, uh, you! You better not have been watching, you damn pervert! Did you do this? Huh? You do this, you crazy- No, 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 no! Fess up already, you screwball! No, no, no. Must say the word. Must, 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 must. 
You said it enough times, don't you think? We don't say it enough. We're all talking. We're all talking. You better go ahead and talk, or you might find yourself on the wrong end of my six-shooter. They don't call me the fastest gun in the plains for nothing. Funny. What's funny, Jingbat? Don't say any six-shooters. Oh, very clever, pal. Whose fault is that, you think? Yours. That does it! Now, now. Fighting, are we? And who are you? How many people that got locked up down here? Oh, I'm not locked up. Unlike you, I choose to remain here of my own volition. I don't believe I'm missing much up there. You got no right to keep me here. I don't care who you think you are. <laughs> what exactly is preventing me from holding you captive? I'm curious. Really, I am. Uh, there's people who live upstairs. They'll catch wind of what you're doing and spring me. The fruitcake, too. Oh, really? <laughs> I fail to see what's so damn funny. Who do you think brought you to me, little man? Three guesses. No? Here's a hint. Mrs. Eleanor Goldthwaite. She has quite the gallery of suitors, and they tend to end up down here after she's finished with them. Hold on just a minute. You mean to say... Great friend. She fooled me once, but then I learned. Too late. That woman's a witch. Go to her. A witch? Zebedee's been here for a good while. For whatever reason, the master doesn't want him. I'm endlessly curious as to why. My faith is strong. I honor the master. Go to him. Master? That humming... You're in the presence of divinity, little man. I'd get on your knees if I were you. Get on your knees, and they'll tell you a story. I don't think so, Longshanks. What's with the get-up? You just came from the operating room? Think of me as the master's physician, though I'm equally his high priest, as my father was. Insanity runs in the family, I guess. Or maybe it's in the air around here. While your insolence still amuses me, I will continue to tolerate it. But not any longer, understood? Good. Now, I'm sure you know the story of the lost colony of Roanoke. On this very island in the year 1587, over a hundred English settlers arrived and made their home. Three years later, they vanished, without a trace. Yeah, I heard that one. Here's the part that you haven't heard. The settlers were joined by one of the Croatoan tribe, an Indian called Monteo, my forefather. The Croatans worshipped Ahone, the god who made this earth we now stand on. But they also knew prayer to Ahone was futile, for he no longer bothered with human affairs. He had withdrawn and left his creation to the wicked Kiwasa, who liked nothing better than to torment mankind. The Indians prayed and sacrificed to Kiwasa because they feared him. But Manteo had no wish to do so. He took the white man's learning and his own people's and fashioned something quite unlike anything that had been ever seen before. A being without parallel. A god made by man for man alone. Croatoan. Jesus, Christ! Let me out of here, somebody! No. The Master wants you. Let go! Let go, you good for nothing! The Master will have you. No! Unnatural color. No sign remained of the young gunslinger save for some chains holding chunks of flesh. The physician delicately gathered them up and took them away, God knows where to. At the top of the stairs that led to that horrid place, our heroine had finally summoned up the courage to follow her curiosity. To her surprise, she found the door firmly locked and no key in sight. You might have some difficulty there. I hope you don't think I was... <laughs> Believe me, I've had my fair share of tries at that lock. It's a nasty bugger, I'll tell you that. Well, why would you... 
my employer has a great interest in what's through that door. Suffice to say, she and Mrs. Goldthwaite presently find themselves at cross-purposes in that regard. Miss Phillips, I, I must ask you, who is your employer? Would you like to meet her? She must be finished with Goldthwaite by now. Finished with him? I don't believe I understand. <laughs> Every man has his vices. Find them, and he's yours. And she has? <laughs> yes, love. That was the easy part. Back to that upstairs corridor they went. Back to the door that smelled like a decadent limehouse den. But before they could approach, it flew open and Farnsworth Goldthwaite emerged in a huff. So intent on his outrage that he failed to even register their presence. I I'm sorry, madam. I have degraded myself for you plenty. But this I will not do. A man has his principles, and he must stand by them. Pack your bags, woman. You won't spend another night under my roof. Farewell. Oh, dear. Madam? I've brought her. Go on in. She's expecting you. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, she says good afternoon. Sit down. I, I'm not sure if I should. Oh, I think you'd better sit down, love. There we are. Uh, Madam asks if you know who she is. No, I don't. Though I would like to. You're speaking to Madam Lin Shangxiang, highest placed in the examinations of the heavenly capital of Tianjin in the Far East. She asks your name. Um, Professor Pauline Mertuin of the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, your real name. What, what is that supposed to mean? She asks that you stop lying to her. We've business to attend to. I, I present your insinuation, madam. I am an academic. She knows the stone is false, as do you. Enough of this. How? How? Uh, what was that? What did she say? I've had a look at it myself. It's undeniably skillful, but the story it tells is a false one. How can you know that? No one knows what happened back then. Madam says there are some who do, the descendants, of the colonists, that is. You mean Virginia and Eleanor? So they really are, then. Virginia didn't seem to believe that story. It doesn't matter. Eleanor believes it, and she has... She has the treasure. Treasure? What does she mean by that? <laughs> what did you think was in the basement, love? What if not the lost treasure of Roanoke? Something she crossed oceans to find. Is that what you're after? Is that why you're here? Obviously. Sorry. <laughs> and I guess you need me for something. Else you wouldn't have told me. <laughs> Madam says you catch on very quickly for a big nose. What? It's a compliment. Don't you worry. And you're right. We do have an offer to make if you'd be interested. Your share would be considerably greater than anything you might have made from your fraudulent scheme. What would I have to do? First, you must tell her your name. Then we can make a deal. Bertha Lintel of Vaxel and Upland. Bertha. Madam says all that stands between us and the treasure is the basement key, currently being jealously guarded by Miss Goldthwaite. We can't get to it. 
Believe me, we've tried, but who knows? Maybe you can. How? He doesn't believe us. But you can't have a problem. We have to take a chance. She, um, she already knows not to trust us, but not you. That's our advantage. It's our best chance. If you can find out where she's got it, and of course acquire it without her noticing, we might be in with a shout. I dare say. I thought Mr. Goldthwait said that you had to be out of here today. How many times do I say? No, he's always saying that. Though even so, that day is quite late. We need quite a bit of action. Quite so. Madam Stay here is only guaranteed by her supplying Mr. Goldthwait's poppy seed vice, the stock of which is now running dangerously low. If we're to make our move, it must be now. Which leaves the question: You accept, Lundholm 小姐 Do you accept the offer, Miss Lundholm? I, I'll do it for half, no less than that. H- hold on, that's not. 很好，时间很宝贵。我建议你现在就去。What did she say?、Uh, hold on a minute. We've got to discuss this, Lin. What about our partnership? <laughs> 我们要不就少争，要不就什么都没有。你愿意怎么样 ？You don't get to decide that. Listen. 帮他翻译，快去做。我们没有时间可耽误在这愚蠢上。Ugh, fiddlesticks! Madam says we've got no time to lose. You'd better get to it right away. All right, I'll bring the key to you, and at nightfall we'll head down there together. Then we'll leave with my friend and the treasure and whatever else they're keeping down there. Is that the size of it? 我对这没有意见。Good, that sounded like a yes. I'll,、uh, I'll see you shortly then. Hold on. Do you know what you're getting into here, love? I need to know that you do. Yes, I mean I have a pretty good idea. Are you quite sure? Do you even know what you plan to do? I try not to plan too much anymore. It never quite seems to work out. Well, can't argue with that. Good luck, eh? Thank you, Miss Phillips. That's Philomena to you. Take care. <laughs> I do hope so, or it's all our heads. After watching the departing Bertha with concern, Miss Phillips cast a charged glance at her associate and shut the door once more. It was not long before our heroine arrived at what she assumed to be the master bedroom, and after a moment's hesitation, knocked gingerly. Some time passed without an answer. And then the door was opened by a visibly perturbed Eleanor Goldthwait, hair dishevelled, pupils dilated, and a hand on her pregnant belly. Hmm. Yes, Professor. How may I help you this afternoon? I I'd like to discuss some matters with you, if that's all right, Mrs. Goldthwait. Oh, what sort of matters? Don't you think you'd rather speak to my husband? He must surely be around some place. I think this concerns you the most, Mrs. Goldthwait. You and your family.、Hmm. Please come in. All right. What have you heard? If it's anything Virginia told you, then I can. No, no. It's it's Madame Lynn and her assistant. They um attempted to recruit me to steal something from the basement of the house. Something passed down your family line. What? That Chinese hussy. She's gone too far this time. I'll show her in death by a thousand cuts. You you don't understand. They're going down there right this moment. They offered me a share in their riches if I delayed you long enough for them to get away. That's what they believe I'm doing right now. Is that so? My, you are a cunning one, Professor. To reach your station, despite your sex, I suppose you had to be. Did they mention how they plan to enter the basement by any chance? N- no. What? What do they so want down there, anyhow? Some family heirlooms. <laughs> Dear old Zebedee Dare was far too spendthrift to leave very much to his daughters, but good breeding and tales of our history. It's my husband's valuables that are kept down there, souvenirs of his travels around the globe. That whore probably had her eyes on them since she arrived here. Fortunately, I've got what she needs right here. Goodness, where did you find a pistol like that? Oh. The departed friend left it for me. Quite something, isn't it? It certainly is. Now we best hurry. We might still catch them in the act.、Mm, no, I don't think so.
Mrs. Goldthwaite? You are cunning in the extreme, my dear professor. You must understand, I admire that. You're also a fool. A fool for thinking you could deceive me. Where did I step wrong? I'm well aware those two crooks have been trying to get past that door since they figured out what I had in there. But there is no way through it. Not without my key. What was your plan? Exactly. Trick me into opening the lock, then send me tumbling down the stairs? Not bad, I must say. If lacking in finesse. No, never. I don't take the lives of innocents. Oh, noble. No. What makes you think any of us are innocent? Any of this wretched human race of ours? Does that justify imprisoning men who've done you no wrong? It justifies whatever I wish it to. To cling on to morality is to deny our own base nature. We are rejects from God's kingdom, left to crawl and debase ourselves in the muck. Well, I, for one, don't care to beg a deity who pleasures himself to our suffering for entrance to some dubious paradise. Better to reign here than serve over there. That's it. So that's all, then? You'd have us all killing each other for the slightest advantage. Little fool, we do that already. But even among savages, there are persons of vision, those who can see something greater than this miserable scrambling and work to make it so. Such as yourself? I never said that, girl. My great privilege as a lower being is to assist such a genius in whatever humble way I can. Who would that be, then? Your husband? Mr. Goldthwaite? Don't make me laugh. That imbecile can... El Eleanor! Blast it! I, I told you never to leave this door locked! My mistake, dear. Just a moment. Hello, dear. No sudden moves. Eleanor? What's the meaning of this? Tell me, dear. Why have you come? Not to sleep, certainly. I know where you like to sleep. It's four in the afternoon, for God's sake. Will you explain to me what's going on here? Professor? What's she got to do with this? Oh, your oriental lady friend hired her to get the key to the basement from me. Which I presume is the same errand you're here on, my dear husband? I won't even dignify that with a response. Now, I demand you tell me where you acquired that pistol, and why you have it pointed at me. Perhaps I'm simply tired of it all. You know, Professor, your rustic friend was hardly even worth the effort. He was extremely talkative, however. That silly plan of yours. He didn't even have to tell me the architect of it all was my sister. It had to be, hadn't it? Only she could have conceived such a harebrained scheme. Scheme? What, what scheme? Eleanor, you're spouting nonsense. Tell him, Professor. Or should I say... Bertha. Bertha Lindholm. I'm not who I claimed to be, Mr. Goldthwaite. My accomplices and I aimed to defraud you by selling you that stone. You mean to say? There's not a bit of truth in it, Farnsworth. I suppose your son will have to go without learning his history after all. Why, you no-good swindler to take advantage of a man's good graces like that, I can't- You mustn't blame her. She's only a poor squarehead, fresh off the boat from some frozen mud hole. And to think you thought you could pull one over on a stem of the most ancient line in this country. Ambitious, weren't we? I don't believe anyone is better than anyone else, no matter their lineage. That's only something people like you tell themselves to try and feel special. <laughs> believe me, little girl. It brings me no joy to be what I am. But certain truths cannot be avoided. No matter your efforts, no matter the breaks, it always ends like this. Me holding the trigger, and you cowering before it. Now, my sweet, th there's no need for this. I'll send Vavolica to Monteo to fetch the sheriff here, and we'll leave this to the law. How's that? Neither of you are getting off that easily, I'm afraid. Why don't you go ahead and make me the offer you've been waiting to make this entire time? That'll hurry things along. Uh, very well, my sweet. I'd like that key you have. I know we said all that... What was down in the basement, what was down there, was your own business. But unfortunately, the time has come when it must become mine. In return, you can have whatever you most desire. It's yours. I, I just need the key. Please. Is that so? Unfortunately, dear, all I want is this thing cut out of me. Can you do that? How can you Too even Too bad. No deal, then. Seems you'll have to do without your medicine for now. I, I can't. No, no, please. Eleanor, please. 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 There's nothing you can give me that I'd want, you pitiful man. Get off your knees. Try to keep some of your dignity, at least. Think of the child. I can feel it. See? 
There. Right there. Our child, Eleanor. Does that hold no meaning for you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you actually think it's yours? You. You. Why, you? Get off me, go. Oh. Christ. John, what did I do? Oh. Filthy square head. Give that back. Give it back. Stay back. You won't be doing that again, Mrs. Goldthwaite. Master! Master! Who's that? It was her. Veronica, stop her. Hmm. Hmm. What are you waiting for, you dumb animal? Do your duty. I do as my master would have wished. Good. At least you're good for something. I'll go fetch the sheriff for you, murderess! <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? My proton, alai. Epiginosco, itoisetus tropus, diavoliki! Now, hand over the key. We can end this right here. Oh, really? You want it? You want this piece of metal in my breast? Well, then you can scour the depths of the ocean for it. Best of luck. What? No! Goodbye, John. Goodbye, Pa. She deserved her fate. Etiquette. It's so... It's so... I don't even know. Hello there. What was that beastly noise? Oh! Oh dear. Eleanor did it. She's... Um, she's dead, too. Good lord. And the key? She took it with her. Well... That certainly puts us in quite a spot. Now what? Provolica? Yes, I will open the door for you. Good! Splendid! Very kind of you, sir. Bertha, you Oh, right. Sorry, Bertha. Madam says you can't go down with us. But why not? I've earned my spot, don't you think? It wants you. It's not safe for you, love. I don't know what it is. You said all there was down there was treasure. Eleanor said it was her husband's riches. Well, no. You see, Mr. Goldthwaite's riches are all in a bank vault in Boston. The treasure we're after is a great deal older than him, older than the house, older than this country even, and it's more dangerous than you can imagine. I don't care. I want to see this through. I have to find my friend. Your friend is dead. You've got to stay here. I'm very sorry. What? Did you know that the entire time? How could you? No! Stay here! Come and sober. Sorry, again. I'll just take that. Thank you. Come on, Veronica. Don't fear. He will be avenged. Well, what's going on? What was that noise? Virginia, I have something to tell you. Act four. Left with the unenviable task of breaking to Virginia the news of her sister and brother-in-law's deaths, Bertha forgot for a moment her almost unbearable desire to see what lay down in those dreaded depths. As she carefully recounted the preceding events, the curious party composed of the Chinese opium dealer, the English interpreter, and the Greek manservant prepared to head into those very same depths. Oh. That's it, love. Keep at it. Oh. It's a firm one, all right. Oh. Marvellous! Surely good show! I knew you could do it, love! Thank you. <laughs> you don't know that. Anyway, this is what we've waited for, Lynn. We're here. Monsieur? Why, thank you. What is down here? What makes it dangerous? 
你懂得瞧。You'll soon see, love. It's quite a sight. Or so they say. They? I've researched this matter thoroughly. Your poor Mr. Goldthwaite may have thought he was the world expert on Renoke, but he didn't know the half of it. Right on. Right on. Can you hear that? It, it sounds like. Who are you? Did Eleanor Goldthwait imprison you here? What on earth is he doing? What's that? Praying. He's he's praying. I am, and you should be too. You are in the presence of divinity. It's over there. I can't quite. Hand me the torch. See, that's oh, oh dear. Oh, it's gone. Spare them, spare them, spare them. Good Lord, it's enormous. A great deal larger than what we thought. It'll take weeks to to study it, catalogue the parts, dismantle the mechanism. Don't use. We only need to understand its operation. This way, we can fragment it. Right. We don't need to take it apart. We only need to figure out how it works. Easier said than done, I'm guessing. I may be of some help. Who are you? Who do you think? The maintenance man. Did Eleanor send you by any chance? Eleanor is dead. Your work is over. I'm sorry. What? Eleanor's dead. I'm afraid, and your little operation is finished. <sighs> It's not wise to pit yourself against a god. <laughs> Madam isn't afraid of any gods made of tin, and neither are we. Really? We better learn that. No! No! Interesting theory. Of course, just because the master doesn't watch you doesn't mean he can't destroy you. Just as soon as I find out what your mystery source is. You don't control that thing any more than we do. It'll take you next. For centuries, my ancestors have kept the master safe and well fed, and I have greater plans for him still. It would be foolish for him to take me, wouldn't it? 还有比你再愚蠢的吗？他不想事情，他只吃。你要允许他的话，能把全球都给吃了。Don't you see? It isn't intelligent. All it knows to do is feed and defend itself. If you let it loose, it will eat the world. I can't think of anything more glorious. What my father was too weak to do, what my sister shied away from, that is what I'll do. And I will not stop until his word is the only word that's left. Croatoan. You're, you're insane. If you say so. Now, as for your source, perhaps you need some incentive. John. Virginia. John, I thought he was dead. He, he, he was dead. Virginia, you aren't supposed to come down here. You aren't supposed to know. You lied to me. Everybody only lies to me. It, it's 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 awful. It's perfectly awful. Virginia, tell him to put that gun down. He'll kill somebody. You're listening to her. These women killed your sister. Come here. I'll explain. 
It's not true. He's trying to trick you. He's lying to you again. You know it isn't the truth, Virginia. Trust me, I won't ever lie to you. <sighs> My head hurts. You want the truth, sister. I'll tell you. I did drown that time when the basement flooded. But the master would not permit me to die. He returned me to life so that I might serve him. And this I have done in my confinement. Then why... Why didn't you tell me? Well, we couldn't hardly trust you with something like that, could we? You mean... You wouldn't trust a half-wit like me? That's about the size of it, yes. You madman! You've killed your own sister! You drove her to despair! You did this! I serve Croatoan. She isn't supposed to come down here. Poor girl. She didn't deserve any of that. No. But on a totally unrelated note, Where'd that crazy, chanting old man go? What did you say? Son, you've disappointed me. No. No! I don't understand what you're saying, miss, but I must tell you I'm disappointed in all of you, too. Why didn't you save her? Why didn't you save my daughter? Why didn't you, sir? Where have you been all this time? Pretending to be mad in a dungeon for a decade. Where have you been, miss? Why on earth would you do that? My children took my machine from me. It was my charge. It was our family's sole remaining possession. And they built some mad cult around it. So why didn't you stop them? The only chance I had to remain in control of Croton was to make them think I had gone mad. That the way I kept it from consuming me was prayer. Fortunately for me, who did not understand how it worked, they never let me teach them. So it came to this. What did they not understand? Same thing that eluded the colonists. Manteo's machine was designed to serve mankind, to bring them together. For power, it used the undesirable emotions in men's minds. Disillusionment, above all. He did not suspect that these poor English men and women, disappointed by a new world that was too much like the old one, had already been overtaken by that ill. So, of course, it wasn't long before Croatoan consumed them all. Imagine what such a thing would do in our own time. Better to keep it hidden, safe, and hidden. Madam Lin asks if you have the, the charts. I'm not quite sure what that means. Yes. Come with me. What about your own son? What about John? Grow. Grow at John. There'll be no bother anymore. There's nothing left of him now. And don't worry about the machine. We're all quite safe. Sure. I'll just take that pistol if it's... All the same to you. Act five. The dear patriarch, still dressed in rags, incongruous with his civilized manner, marched up the stairs and conducted the remaining party to an ancient roll-up desk stashed in the attic. From a secret drawer, he produced a stash of highly detailed technical diagrams and handed them to Madame Lin, who instantly began rifling through them. I'm guessing that's what you're looking for. I have no idea how you knew they'd be here. 
But I believe I'm past caring at this stage. Your brother Jafet, he told me. Huh? Did you say? She says your brother Jafet told her. Oh, I suppose that makes sense. How'd you happen to come across him? My father was a great scholar. Madam's father was a great scholar. Came to her house in her girlhood and told her of the wonders of the West and the greatness of Jesus Christ. She never much cared for Christ, but she always remembered tales of those wonders and canyons as wide as the Yangtze, buildings taller than the Purple Mountain, and a machine that could see into the minds of men. When she came of age and saw all the hurt and disappointment that there was in the world, she got back to that. After all this time, she still had her sight set on the machine Jafet told her about. With that, she could at last bring contentment to the world and at last create a true heaven on earth for humanity. It was nothing she wouldn't do to find it. Believe me, nothing. I see. That's just like Japheth. He could never stand that our father chose me to care for the machine. Childish of him. This is how things have been in our family for centuries now. We have a duty. And what are you going to do now? I suppose I have failed as a father, a half-wit, an adulteress, and a madman for children. In that case, I don't see why you should not have it, madam. If you're to make good use of it. She will. If man is so deceitful by nature, then only with a machine like this can we make a paradise, she says. You really believe that, don't you? You would too. Maybe so, but I still think... What's that? Sorry, goodness. Look at that go. This house will go up like a stack of matches at this rate. You got a shama phenomena. I'm sorry, Lin. I saw that thing down there. That's not something that should exist. I have to make sure it doesn't. Hello, whatever you are. Shama. I can't follow you any further. I'm sorry. There's no heavenly kingdom at the end of this. And you, Bertha, you shouldn't have gotten mixed up in this. Philomena, this is wrong. There's no right here, love. Only the best we can do. Is this the best we can do? I won't. Go now! I won't let you take those plans. Leave them here. Let them burn. No, I don't think we'll be doing that. Please, don't you see? I don't want to shoot. Then don't. You can't think. Phenomena! I don't know what this rock is, but it's certainly heavy. Mr. Dare, come, please. The house is falling to pieces. I don't think I will. Thanks. Be seeing you all. How about that? That's my daughter's. By some miracle, the two managed to flee the house before it collapsed, burning into the sea. However, Madame Lin had already been fatally wounded by her former assistant's bullet. They lay beside the smoldering foundations of the ancient mansion, the basement, and its disturbing contents, buried by a true deluge of rubble. God, I can't believe... I can't believe she would do that. I think you were right about my going down there. I felt the machine pulling at me. It would have consumed me. When I came here, I thought I'd find happiness. But then the child I cared for, it died. I don't know what I did wrong. I became murderous, a criminal, and I don't even know how. Maybe it should have taken me. Maybe... Maybe that would be better. No, no. Virginia, she didn't deserve that. No one deserved any of that.
世界就是这样。现在你得为我做一件事情。What the papers? These are yours, madam. I don't want anything more out of this. I have my life, and that's more than I deserve. 不，你得把他们交给我的妹妹，林荣道，南京，听懂了吗？ I'm sorry. I don't. Li Rongdao, Nanjing. Take to her. Please, madam. I don't know if I can. You should go. You can. You can. Li Rongdao, Nanjing. Say, I found it. Yes. I found it. I found it. 我找到了，啊 ，Madam， 哦 ，Very good，God。Oh, children, what has happened? Has the Tripurantaka decided to wipe away this abode of impurity? You can drop the act. It's all over. Lordy, really? Yes, there's nobody left but us. Oh, how ghastly! How utterly ghastly! I'm curious. Did you know any of what was going on, Madame Lin, the basement, Croton? Oh, oh goodness, no! I'm just a regular old fraudster. Don't tell anyone, eh? I'll lose all my mystique. Your secret's safe, Lord Swami. Yes, well, you might as well call me Reginald. I reckon I'll be heading off now. This place harbors an evil feeling that passes comprehension. Oh. There I go again. Fact is, it's getting dark and it's rather cold out. You ought to come too, girl, if you know it's good for you. You get going. I'll just stay here a little longer. Righto. Sorry about、uh, whoever that is on the ground there. Croa, Toan, Croa, Toan. Of Proatone by Fred Azzaredo. This performance was directed and edited by Fred Azzaredo, featuring the following performers: Molly Frost as Bertha Lundholm, Zoe Heffring as Philomena Phillips, Alice Wu as Lin Shansiang and Virginia Dare, Dana Prather as Eleanor Goldthwaite, Matthew Erskine as Farnsworth Goldthwaite, Alexander Korsky as John Dare, Fred Azzaredo as Zebedee Dare, Edward Scromita as Lord Swami, and Daniel Benjamin Miller as the Kazoo Kid. Vorvolica and the narrator. The story was conceived by Fred Azzaredo and Ottavio Barbosa. Creative consultancy and Chinese translation services were provided by Alice Wu. Greek translation services were provided by Daniel Benjamin Miller. But wait, that's not all. Look out for a special addendum to bring the story to a close, coming very soon.